Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Thank you so much, everybody. Praise the Lord. What a thrill to be here this morning. Amen. Uh, glory to God. You know, I, I, just, I just so appreciate any opportunity. I know I said it yesterday, but I'll say it again today because uh, I didn't learn these things by hearing them once. Uh, and most people will, will have to hear these things several times. But uh, I'll tell you what, I, I have learned not to miss an opportunity. And to me, any time that I can experience God's presence in a tangible way, that's special to me. Even if it's common in the sense that you can experience that daily. But I'll tell you, when you come together, there's a different level of experience. Amen. And, and what we want to do is what it says in Psalms 100, and that is enter in. Enter in his gates with thanksgiving. Enter in his courts with praise. And you know, one of the, I think one of the uh, best gifts that what we call the charismatic movement gave us was uh, maybe a heightened awareness of praise, worship, and thanksgiving. Um, and we, we've lost a little bit of that in our, in our faith circles, you know, because we're, you know, I, I get it hopefully as well as anybody, I get that there is nothing more important than the teaching of the word because it does things for you that nothing else will do. But that's true of other components of our life with God. The teaching of the word will do things for you that nothing else will do, but it won't do for you what your prayer life can do. And it won't do for you what the manifestation of God in, in our midst will do. Amen. There's, uh, there's levels of freedom that you only experience when you come together. And I know we do say, and I understand why we say it. I say it myself that, that if, you know, if you're watching, you couldn't be here, whatever, then, then yes, you can get what we're getting to a degree, to a degree that, but there, there's also a truth of proximity and, and coming and really the hunger that would bring someone to come. The desire that would cause somebody to say, oh, it's going to cost X number for a, a plane ticket or, or gas for the car, and it's going to cost uh, X amount for a hotel, and it's going to cost this much for a rental car. And, and then you say, none of that matters, because what I'm going to receive, even if it's from a moment in his presence, is of greater value than the total that's going to come due or, or you've already paid. Amen. It's of greater. You, the thing about it is you don't know all you'll receive. You don't know all God has for you. Amen. And I'm telling you, it's, it's during every part of the service that you can receive things that will forever change your life. You know, there, there's times where the enemy will come and, and, and something will happen and just flat blow a hole in you. You know what I'm talking about? And I'm telling you, God is a master repairman and a master restorer. And just when the presence of God is thick sometimes, 
you won't even know it till later. You look and that hole's all fixed. It's all repaired. And there's just no trace of there ever having been an issue or death. You don't get that by, by watching this while you're also uh, doing other things. You know what I'm saying? But you can, get, I tell you what, you get it when you come, but not just come, you get it when you come and enter in. Enter in. What's that mean? It means that you lock your heart in step with the movement of God. Is that a foreign statement to you or do you have an idea what we mean by that? You, you, you connect your heart to God's movement. And then as God moves, you move along with him. We call it making movement together with God. And when you do that, there is a conduit, there is a pipeline, there is a, a, a flow whereby all that God has and all that God is, is able to reach your situation. His power is able to fully flow. Yes, it's here. Yes, it's been here. Yes, it's been in manifestation, but that doesn't mean it's been received in your life. So making that connection, that faith connection where you connect your heart and you just say, listen, if it's a song, maybe I have to look at the words the first time or two. I'm thankful they sing uh, fairly, uh, fairly easy to learn songs, you know, for good, simple folk like me. And uh, I know in Texas you're capable of so much. Uh, but I live in Colorado and I need it simple, you know. So, I, I mean, it, but, but when, you, when you see the words of that song and you see what it's saying, Man, you just lock out everything. You draw a little circle around you and God. And you say, I'm not going to miss a lyric of, uh, not, 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 the, not the vocalizing, but what it's saying. What it's saying. Amen. And as we sing about his glory, guess what we receive a manifestation of? His glory manifest. When we sing about his goodness or talk about his goodness, that's why you'll notice Pastor Nancy will get up here sometimes and just start saying the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. The more you mention his goodness, the more you lock yourself uh, in and start to declare his goodness, guess what we receive a manifestation of? His goodness begins to manifest. And, you know, included in his goodness and included in his glory is every miraculous work that you could that you could think or want. And in that in in that atmosphere and in that place, nothing becomes impossible. Nothing is impossible. A matter of fact, nothing is even difficult. Nothing is even difficult. Uh, I was, I was so blessed to get to travel with Brother Hagen for seven years of his ministry, of his last 10 years. I traveled with him for seven, and then we stayed close with him that, that final three. But uh, in traveling with him, you know, you got to hear not just some of the things he would say, but how often he would say some of the things he would say, meaning you could catch the emphasis, not just, you know, okay, yeah, he mentioned this, but no, he keeps mentioning this. And uh, there, there are certain things he would talk about. One of them is we were in, uh, for a lot of those years, we were in what I would consider a pretty strong flow of God. 
where, where God's presence would come. There were great manifestations of the joy of the Lord. Amen. And, uh, well, what was that? God was helping people to learn how to enter into some things. But then Brother Hagen, I made mention of this the other day, maybe it was yesterday, where he, he would get up after some, what do you think was so great, and he'd talk about uh, how this is good, but it's really a drop in the bucket, as we say, compared to what's available and what God would desire to do, and even what he'd already seen. And you know, once you've seen something, it's hard to get satisfied with less. <laughs> It's just less doesn't satisfy anymore. You know, we talk about addictions. There is one good one. God's presence, God's glory, God's manifestation. Amen. And once you taste of that, how many know that the Bible tells us to taste? But it doesn't say taste. It says, oh, taste. Now, I'm a stickler for that because, oh, taste is different than just taste. How many know what I'm talking about? Put a couple pies in front of me. Oh, help me, Jesus. You know what I mean? And we say, oh, and I start vocalizing everything. We, we taste and see. Amen. And once you get a taste of some of his glory, once you get a taste of some of his presence, you're done. I said, you're done. And so Brother Hagin would talk about how there's just, there's greater they're stronger. Don't we appreciate some of what we received this week? I do, but I'm telling you, there's more. God is like the old Ginsu knife commercials. If you ever, how many are old enough to remember the Ginsu knives? Huh? They it slices, it dices. But when they're when they're uh, when they're trying to get you to cut, because this was back in the infomercial days, right? when you would have to call in. Call in the next 30 seconds. Why? There's absolutely no reason. It's not like they're not gonna answer <laughs> later, right? But no, they want you to do, and, and they'd say, say, if you call in the next 30 seconds, we will send you for four easy, say it with me, come on, four easy payments plus postage and handling. We'll send you the Ginsu knife. But then they say, but wait, there's more. Call today and we'll send you two Ginsu knives. And then they'll bring out some other thing. And, and, but every, every time you think, okay, that's great. They say, wait, there's more. That's God. That's God. You, you think this was the greatest thing ever. And, and, and the Lord's like, but wait. There's more. And a lot of times, you don't have to wait. <laughs> You're not waiting on him. He's waiting on us. There's more. I said there's more. There's more of his glory. There's more of his presence. Amen. I was, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, you might say, what does this have to do with prayer? We can tie it in some way, I promise. <laughs> Just weaving, you know, weaving it in, just pull it together. It'll all come together. <laughs> These three agree in one, you know what I mean? Uh, after our last uh, miracle meeting, miracle crusade in New York that we had, which was a great time, uh, me and the pastor of that church, Pastor Michael Loketic, 
dear friend of mine, we went and had lunch with a, an individual who is a friend, dear friend of ours who's turning 90 this month. And uh, this individual, as a, as a youngster, got involved with the healing revival of the 1940s and 1950s. Well, I don't know about you. There's not a whole lot of folk that I can go hang with who were in that, like in it. And, and he tell, he, we were talking about that healing revival. Well, we were talking about different things going on today. And he just made this statement kind of, uh, and that's what you get with, with some of these folk. They make a statement. You're like, okay, now, whoa, wait a second. Change the conversation. He said, really, the healing revival was the last revival. And I said, no, hang on a second. Hang on a second, because during the charismatic revival, this guy was used in pretty great ways. As a matter of fact, he was pastor in a church. And he, he said, you know, I was actually uh, about to go on staff with Dr. Cho at a church of hundreds of thousands of people. And God dealt with me, get back to Western New York. And, and, and you're going to pastor there. And he said, I, for years, I pastored that church and I could not get that church to grow beyond, I think it was like 120 people. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I'd, I'd like to grow at that. You know what I mean? But, but uh, growing a church is not our uh, main call, you understand? Just in case you're wondering. I've tried. <laughs> the one we have now, I keep my hands off it. That's, she does that. Otherwise, I'll kill it. I don't want to kill anything. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But anyhow, in one week during the charismatic revival, in one week... And, and this is interesting. You might be interested in what God told this man because he, he was against all that was happening because of, of the full gospel denomination he was part of. He was against, you know, this and that and, and all the Catholics coming in. They're like, well, they don't believe like we do and this and that. And God visited him and he said, would you do me a favor? And he said, of course, Lord, I moved here, started this church. He said, would you just get on board with what I'm doing? How many know there's a little bit in that statement you could take, huh? Would you just, would you just get on the, uh, get, get on the gospel train? <laughs> and he said, yeah. And in one week he did. And he started going to, he started uh, being friends with the people he was opposing, which was some of the Catholic prayer meetings. Well, in one week, his church went from 120 people to 800 people. Because... The Catholic Church came in and shut down everything that was going on because they didn't like all these people being born again. And then because they were getting Bibles in the Word. Yep. I, and I don't know what the problem there was, but evidently there was a problem. And guess where they all went? And, and during, during the 1970s and even in the 1980s, on Sunday nights, the entire first three rows would be nuns and priests. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so this guy was used, I mean, big time in, in the charismatic revival. And then he learned his lesson. Mm -hmm. And when the teaching wave came in, he, I mean, he loved Brother Hagin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, his church didn't necessarily always reflect, you know, that, that he was that flavor. But, but he did love Brother Hagin. Well, he says, you know, really the last revival was the healing revival. I'm like, what are, why do you say that? Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, my Lord, he said the presence now, I wasn't there. I wasn't there for that. Maybe some here, if, you, if you've been around, if you've been young a real long time, you, maybe you were, but <laughs> I wasn't there for that. 
But he said, oh, the presence. And he said, he said I was a student at Evangel College. Is, is it Evangel in Springfield? Yes. You might know. Is that the one? He said, I was a student there. And uh, he said, I didn't like the healing revival. Well, a lot of people didn't like it. He said, I thought it was, I thought it was undignified and that our, our group, our denomination, we needed to have more dignity and uh, we didn't like that it was intense and stuff. Well, uh, not intense, intense, T-E-N-T-S, outside, intense. And uh, he said, we had one minister come to the school and I particularly didn't like him, so I didn't go to the, the, the service. And his, his name was Jack Coe. And um, Pastor Debbie was ministering about his son last night. Jack Coe was one of the ones that was greatly used in that healing revival. And he said, uh, Jack Coe saw me in the hall. Didn't know who I was. Well, no, he did. He knew his dad. And he said, he said uh, you're Al Reed's son, aren't you? He said, have you been in any of the services? He goes, no. And he said, no. And I don't know if he said, and I'm not going to either. And he said, Jack Coe just took him and threw him against the wall. Just, he was a big guy. And he just kind of knocked him in the wall. I said, well, you better. Is that what he said? Give me your word, you'll be in the service. He, and he said, well, I did. So, so he was scared of getting beat up. So he went, so he went to the service. And he said the, 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 the presence of God was so tangible. You hear that word? Tangible. He said, now I don't know why we don't see this today. I think that medical science has caught up and, um, and, and it's very treatable today. But back then a big thing was goiters. He said there were six, how many, 62, 60, you probably took notes at lunch. She's looking at her notes. Glory to, thank God for a good wife. Because I eat at lunch. She, she said, right, she's writing notes. 63 women came up with goiters, with goiters. And that, that caused you to choke. And he went down and smacked, boom, boom. And every one of them popped as he snapped, smacked them. Pop, pop, pow, pow, pow. He said, I was done. I was, next thing you know, he's traveling with Jack Cole playing organ. And knows all the God, knows all the people in the, uh, yeah. In the, so, you know, we get with him and like, okay, why'd you say that? He said, he said the presence of God, the, he said that the tangibility of the anointing, and that's another way of saying that strong presence of God. He said, it's not been, it's not been at that level in these other moves that we've had. Not, not to diminish the good things that, that happened, you know, but it just hasn't been there. But in this one. It requires, it requires the fullness of the tangibility of God's presence. And that's how, if you read in the Azusa revival, now I'm trying to have lunch with somebody who was at that one. But it was 1905, 1906, and they're just hard to come by, you know what I mean? <laughs> So I don't know anybody <laughs> that was there for that one. But you read after it. Right. And, and, but it talks, it talks particularly about what they called the Shekinah, the Shekinah glory. God's presence in manifestation so strong that it would be visible to those in attendance. 
What do you mean visible? As a cloud. As a cloud. And they said in those situations, you know who they had ministering healing? It wasn't, it wasn't just the, the minister leading. Matter of fact, he would sit up on stage and put a cardboard box over his head. I've wanted to do that many times while I'm ministering so you don't have to look sometimes at faces. You know what I'm talking about. Not that you're not handsome and pretty, but sometimes, you know, the people can be against you. And I just look right down the middle. Praise the Lord. But then there's a camera and I see what those people are looking. <laughs> He'd put a box over his head just so the people's eyes aren't on me and just, just sit there and with his spirit connect and keep himself in that place of caught up in the glory and out there and, and the teenagers were being used to work the miracles. And they'd say, if somebody's in a wheelchair, don't minister to them without getting the wheelchair components out of the way because when, not if, but when they pop out, you don't want them tripping and going face first into the floor with their newly healed self, right? So, so, th so they'd instruct them, get the, get the apparatus out of the way, then minister to them. And, and, and it was just almost a, a constant success rate of, of you just know if they're there. But it's, and it's also amazing how few would come because it was a small place and you don't always hear about it just being overflowing all the time. But uh, I mean, the, the, the manifestation of God's presence was so tangible and so strong that it got to where the stories uh, are told that at the train station, people would come in for, for this revival. Now imagine this with me. You get off the train and you walk into the glory of God and you fall out under the presence of God at the train station. And the personnel at the train station finally figured out, well, when they get up, tell, give them directions to the, where the meeting is. You know, down two blocks. Well, we get thrilled if, if God's presence is sense, uh, if you're able to sense it at all. And that is a thrill. We appreciate that. There was a time where nobody could. It's called the old covenant. And ours is a new, better covenant. And I'll tell you, one of the great features of our covenant is Christ in you. The expectation of his manifestation. The, the hope of glory. Christ in you. Don't make me throw something because you know I will. Come on now. Christ, say it with me. Christ in me. The hope of glory. That's one of the, that's one of the features of... Uh, listen, if we didn't have... That, that's one of the most valuable features of our covenant. That's one of the greatest benefits that we have is God doesn't just look down and smile at us. God doesn't just give us a wave or a wink. Come on now, all oh, you. I said it. I shouldn't have said it. But I had, we, we, were, we visited not one of my relatives because I come from good stock, you know, but <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Come on. One of, my, one of my wife's family. One of, one of her. Jesus. We visited with them. 
And, uh, you know, they're not in church, my Lord. They know what we do. And instead of, instead of asking us questions like, what do you all know about God? They wanted to share their new revelation. That what I, what I recently learned was that if you pick up a dime off the ground, if you find a dime, that means someone from heaven's looking down on you. When they said that, oh man, I jerked a little bit and shook. <laughs> I, had a, I have a guy that, that does some work for me, uh, and I told, him, I told him, you know, don't call me during such and such time because I'm going to be in a meeting. And it's not that I'll have my phone on, or maybe I do, I don't know, but I'm not going to answer while we're here, you know. And, and so uh, he said, oh, he said, well, pray for the world. I said, okay. <laughs> and he said, and pray for all the animals. <laughs> so you see who I run with. <laughs> if you find a dime, pray for the animals. And we're going to get this thing wrapped up. Is it possible that anybody could help me remember what I was talking about? <laughs> yeah, the presence of God. We were talking about, I don't know how I got to, it's coming to me. It's coming to me. Don't worry. We'll get it. But I don't know how I started talking about, uh, oh, God winked. Yeah. Anyhow, the presence, his presence, so strong, so tangible that it appears. And in our era, it's required. Listen, if, we have, if we're supposed to reap a harvest that's greater in scope, greater in reach, that's going to bring us to the point of the return of the Lord. Which have you ever thought about that? Now, in, in one sense, I believe that the move of God, what we would call the end time revival, is actually part of the return of the Lord in that it leads us there. You know what I'm saying? Just in that sense. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but what, what are we talking about, friends? Do you know when we're talking about Jesus coming back? What, what, is, that, is that just a, okay, he's coming back to set up shop? Specifically, what, what do we mean when we say Jesus is coming? Come on, help me. Thank you. What we, what we call the rapture, folks say that's not in the Bible. It certainly is. It certainly is. The Latin word, raptizo, it, 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 the Latin Vulgate, anyhow. But it is in the Bible. Amen. The Lord himself shall descend with a shout. Oh, that was horrible. The Lord himself shall descend with a shout. Thank you. The voice of the archangel with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the air to meet the, Lord's, the Lord in the clouds, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Do you actually believe that? Do you really believe that? The dead in Christ shall rise. <laughs> ho, and then while you're freaking out because somebody says, 
hey, Amy. And you're like, hey. And, you're like, <laughs> and then the Bible says, we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. This mortal. Oh, gee, come on, help me preach this morning. This mortal shall put on immortality. We shall be changed. We shall be changed. <sighs> Folk are looking like, yeah, that's, I've heard that. We shall be changed. We shall be changed. We'll be changed from the mortal to immortality in the twinkling of the... <laughs> That's not my song, but I know it. Amen. So how is this whole event... I, I'm supposed to get to... We're going to teach on... Um, <laughs> how is this whole thing... This whole catching away, this whole changing from mortal to immortal. How does that happen? You ever think about how it happens? Huh? How, well, it's, it's going to take God. Yeah. And, and how, is, how is God going to do that? There's only one way he does anything. Starts with a P. Rhymes with hour. <laughs> how many, how many, listen, how many scholars and theologians here would agree that if God's doing it supernaturally, it's got to be a work of his power. How's he going to raise all the body at once? The part that's in heaven and the part that's on earth. How is that all going to happen? Power. But how does God's power in the earth flow? The only way I know, and again, this, uh, uh, I'll make a disclaimer. These aren't my meetings. I'm not starting a new doctrine. I'm not, don't take this farther than I'm saying. But how does God's power flow? The only way I know is he, he, he doesn't just drop and zap. He doesn't just drop and zap from heaven, but power flows through his church. Power flows through his people. You and I are conductors of God's power. And that's one of the reasons why we say that the move of God, the, the revival leads us into his return. Y'all, I didn't plan on saying one word of this, so, uh, I mean, I hope some of it's working. That's why we say that the move of God, as it increases in intensity, this is why we say that the last great revival is the biggest, not just the biggest in numbers, the strongest in power, which means the most, the strongest in presence, the strongest in the manifestation of his glory. And that, all of that happens as his body cooperates with him. One way, not the only way, but one way his body cooperates with him is in prayer. See, I did it. <laughs> 
And it, but it's true. It's true. It's true. Over in James chapter 5, verse 16, talks about how the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man. In the Amplified, it says, makes tremendous power available. That's a conductor. It's a generator of God's power. But any spiritual expression helps conduct God's power. That's, that's why you've sensed as we've entered in, there I go again with that word, as we've entered in uh, a little deeper in some of these services to worship, what do, you, what, what, what do you realize? I'm sensing more of God. Yeah. You're, you're helping conduct, you're helping generate, you're helping bring to the forefront his power making it so easily accessible to those who don't know how. And so listen, for, for, we, we want this thing to get so thick, so strong. <sighs> Not just ankle deep, but allow the waters of the Spirit to rise to knee deep. Now, when you're walking in knee deep water, you know you're in water. When you're ankle deep, you can just be, you, you can really just act completely as you would if there was no water at all. Ankle deep water, yes? When you're in knee deep, you're, you're aware at least that there's another substance with which I'm in contact. You get waist deep, <laughs> you, you, you're, you're, man, it's like, there, it's like you and this other substance, the water, it's like you're, you're one. But now you, get, now you get deeper than that. Things start rising higher than that. You find that you're able to do things you were never able to do before. Now, I know because I spent more time as a young man growing up in South Florida. I spent more time in the swimming pool than in the shower. It's true. I would just live in that swimming pool. You know, uh, my, my, dad was, uh, my dad was 20 years older than my mom. And uh, he, he came up through the Depression uh, in the 1930s, and uh, the Depression never quite exited his life. You know what I mean? And so he kept some of the uh, coping methods that they used to get by during the Depression. I mean, he had, not, not, not as bad as some, because he'd have relatives, and we'd go visit those relatives, and he'd, he'd tell me still, he'd said, now, you know them? Uh, they used the toilet three times before flushing. For saving water. <laughs> That's horrible. It's, in our society, it's like, who would even think of that? You could tell me some stories I know from me. <laughs> but American, you know what I mean? Like, we wouldn't even think about that. And, uh, you know, we, so living in South Florida, uh, our air conditioning system broke at some point in our house. I don't think it ever occurred to my dad to pay to get it fixed. He's like, I didn't grow up with no air conditioning. Uh, why do, why do y'all need air conditioning? I didn't grow up with it. Y'all don't need it. Cause dad, you lived in upstate New York. We live in South Florida. There's, let me explain. And so we had these paddle fans. He, those did work. And, uh, and so, but even still, because, because my dad, I mean, his greatest joy was to save a, save a dime. 
And, uh, and so he, he would wait until we were asleep. And then he'd come in, turn off the fence. <laughs> Why do you need it if you're already asleep? So you wake, up, you wake up drenched. The house is hot. But at least we had a pool that, that worked. I didn't grow up. I, I, I mean, you know, you got better stories. We didn't grow up poor. Don't get me wrong. It was a nice house where things didn't work. <laughs> but, uh, you know, these are my memories. And my dad was awesome. You would have loved my dad. But anyhow, uh, the pool. Yeah, so I'd get in that pool. Well, uh, I know my mom's watching. She already knows what I did. You think as a kid, they don't know. She knows. But my brother and I, we would take, when, when they would leave us alone for any period of time, we would take the pool furniture and we would put it in the pool because now you have an underwater city. And you're swimming, you're swimming underneath. Well, I could, see, I could lift one of those big pool chairs in that water. I could lift that with one hand. Yeah. I could lift the whole table by my side. I didn't need help. Big, heavy table. I could lift it by myself. Well, well, I, I'm, I'm, what am I? I'm immersed in a substance that, that allows me to do things that I couldn't do in the natural. Turns me into Superman, Batman, Iron Man. <laughs> Yeah. And so when the power of God rises to that level, it reaps the harvest in a way. Come on. I don't have time today to turn to Ezekiel. I don't think I have time today to turn, turn to anything, actually. To Ezekiel 47, where it talks about the waters rising and rising and rising until you better just, you're going to be carried along. Amen. And when the power of God is flowing to that degree, power is already there. To where, to where, you know, because there's times even, even in our day, there's times I've been in services and experienced the tangibility of God so strong that, I, I mean, I just, I get stuck there. We've had services uh, in churches we've led and stuff where my wife will just get stuck and I'll look over and I'll kind of chuckle because I'm seated and stuck. But she's standing in heels and stuck. And she's like, like this. Well, you've seen the picture of Sister Edder. Who would, that would happen for days. She'd be stuck in the middle of a point, come out of it a couple days later, pick, pick up her sermon, her sermon right where she left off. And the entire city would come out to see it. People that were mocking would come out to see it. And they pass by, and what would happen when they they'd get, they'd get stuck themselves? That's power. That's power. Well, I mean, before Jesus comes, you might be caught up for you might be caught up in that for day after day after day after day. And what seems suddenly, what seems sudden to the world, the grave's opening. And, the, and, and we which are alive and remain being transformed, changed, going from mortal to immortal. 
having our, having our, our blood replaced with glory. <laughs> Just going up is, is, is the most natural thing in the world. And the power is already there. The power is already flowing. The, the, power, the, the flow is already there. You know, if, if the electric grid goes out, they can't, just, they can't just flip every switch on at once and say, okay, oh, the breaker, the breaker blew, the big, the big breaker. The big breaker. <laughs> you know what it looks like from Bugs Bunny? You know? <laughs> the big one. <laughs> the big breaker blew. No, they can't just, you can't just, you got to turn it on little by little by little by little. Amen. God's not going to just zap us to bring us up. Amen. We're going to be in his flow, cooperating with his power. Caught up, caught up, caught up until we're caught up. But it doesn't just happen randomly and it doesn't happen only by his will. It happens also by the cooperation of us. Every opportunity that we have to connect ourselves to his movement and make movement along with him in whatever form that takes. And some of the, some of the more regular forms that that takes is just responding in a service. Not just sitting with a scowl. Come on now. Or, or whatever. I'm not, I'm not accusing anybody. I'm just saying you're not just, you're not just showing up. And, and thinking that attendance is the same as participation. But you, you respond. And the reason you respond is that you're actually taking in and actually receiving. And when something drops down in you, the natural thing to do is to respond and, and say, oh, glory. Oh, amen. Amen. We don't do that in a service because we've learned to do it. We're not putting on a show. We're not trying to be the biggest responders because you could do it in the flesh. But we're just endeavoring to keep our heart open and, and, and like a catcher behind home plate, get every pitch that's thrown our way. And even if there's a wild pitch, we'll run it. We'll just jump up, catch that, bring it in, not tell anybody about it. Come on now. Just catch every pitch that's, that's thrown. My wife was talking yesterday, ready, ready position in tennis, man. They teach you, you keep your knees moving, you keep your legs. Mm. <laughs> we'll have you come up and play slaps and show us how to be ready. Yeah, you ever play, you ever play the slap game? Yeah, we have a tournament going in the back room. Back there is a slap. Yeah, you keep, it keeps you ready. Amen. But, oh, my, my, come on, come on. Ah, uh, yeah, ha, 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 Now, yeah, now God wants to transmit his presence to some here today, to all here today, who would be hungry to receive and hungry to take. And just say, if you're here and you say, well, I just, I just want a dose a stronger dose of that presence. Stand up if that's you. Yes, 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 yes. And just worship God. And then from, from this first section right here, if that's you, and it doesn't have to be everybody, but if it is, if that's you, you come and line up here and have the ushers help 
strike some of this. And listen, what's in us? Amen. Like jumper cables going from, a, going from a power source to a battery. Are you listening? Like those jumper cables, just from this section here, right? Like those jumper cables, when, they get on, when our hands get on you, I'm telling you, the power of God is going to jump into you. And you respond to that power. You respond to that power. You li uh, somebody lining up, folk? How, however they tell you to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with somebody that says they're first. Oh, come on. Come on. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, oh my, 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 my. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Ah, ah. Listen. Listen to, listen to me. Listen to instructions on the inside of you for next steps that God has for you. Yes? Yes. Sir. yes. Ah, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come, 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 come. Mm. Ah, yeah. Mm. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah. Mm, oh, mm. Woo, woo. Oh, oh, oh. God, 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 God. Woo. Yeah, yeah. My, 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 my. Ha, 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 ha. Um, 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 yeah, oh, 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 uh, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, uh. Oh. Oh. oh, mother. Oh, 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 pastor. Yeah. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. Woo. 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 Did you come up yet? Come up again. Come on. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh! Oh, she's your sister. Grab her. Don't let her fall. Come on. Woo! Ha, 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 ha. Woo! Now listen. Keep responding to that. Keep responding to that even after you've received. Amen. Keep, keep, keep giving spiritual expressions of praise, worship, thanksgiving, joy. Where we leave off? What does it matter? Pastor, oh! Cruz! Oh! 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 Woo! Woo! Oh! Oh! Woo! Oh! Ha, 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 ha. Not a funeral. Don't be so sad. Bless. Be blessed. Woo. Oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, ah, ah, ah. Oh. Come on. Oh, 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 oh. Mm. 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 Ha. Ah. Ah. 
Yes, Pastor. Oh, Pastor. Oh, oh. Mm. Next section, whoever you are, ushers. Uh, oh. Be blessed, sweetheart. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Shell, keep them, keep them coming so that there's no pause. Be, be blessed. Be, ha, 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 ha. Laugh, ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. That's an expression of joy. That's a spirit, mm? That's a spiritual expression. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, oh, oh. Some of y'all are gonna go from ankle deep to higher. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Blessed, blessed, oh, ha, 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 Please smile at least, at least, at least, at least smile. Hello, ha, 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 oh, 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 stay right there, keep laughing. Ha, 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 oh, ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, woo, yeah, ha, ha, ha. Hey, ha, 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 ha. Yes, yes, sis, yes. Ha, 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 ha. Ho, 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 ho. Hey, oh, hey, hey, whoa. Hey, ha, 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 ho, ho, ha, ha, Demi, ha, ha, woo. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, ha 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 You better not stop laughing in between. Ha 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 I feel the rain, do you know it? Yeah, thank you. Ha 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 yes 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 Get to, uh, y'all get down here quick. Come on, before you get, have to go to work. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> ha, ha, ha. Anybody else you haven't come, get in line. Anybody else you need to come again, get in line. Yeah, oh, 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 ah, uh, yeah, yeah, ha, ha. Picking it up, picking it up, picking it up. Oh, 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 William. <clears throat> come here. <clears throat> oh, 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 yeah, In, mm. oh, blessed, blessed. Hey, hey, have you been here the whole time? Hey, listen, listen, you, you stayed in the place next to us last year. You're on the cover of my new book. Yeah, make sure you don't pay for a copy. Make sure they give you one. And that's your release from any other compensation for, oh, good? Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Ha ha. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. I feel the rain. I feel the rain. I feel the rain. I feel the rain. I feel it falling down on me. Yeah. I feel the rain. Yeah. I feel the rain. Yeah. I feel it falling down on me. Yeah. Yeah. The former and the latter rain together. Come on. I'm not talking about the weather. The Holy Ghost rain is falling down on me. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Uh, I feel the rain. I feel the rain. I 
falling down on me. I feel the rain. I feel the rain. I feel the rain. I feel the rain. I feel it falling down on me. The former and the latter rain together. Yeah. I'm not talking about the weather. The Holy Ghost rain is falling down on me.
If you could see in the spirit realm and see how much our movement affects movement, things can change. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Well, that was good, but guess, but wait. But wait. Wait till. <laughs> wait till tonight. Wait till tonight. Now listen, the more might come in the present in the form of all kinds of different things. Yeah, that's right. This is just one flow. That's right. But I'm telling you, we're going, we're going higher. We're stepping into greater. Amen. And we're going, we are not going to do without one drop or one ounce of what God wants to do. We're just not going to do it. We just won't have it. Amen. Woo, glory to God. Can you shout to the Lord one more time? We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.